its unspeakable joy. It's God's fulfillment by His Word as we stand on it. To know that nothing is impossible and that all things will work together for our good. And as we dive into God's Word, we know these truths to be real and relevant to our situations. And we rejoice. We rejoice in His victory. Unspeakable Joy with your host, Joy Sixtos. Thank you for letting me into your world today as we discuss another topic that is on my heart considering recent circumstances and situations in the world. I hope you'll grab a cup of coffee or sit to take a quick break just to listen to what the Word of God has to say today. Today I wanted to talk about the topic of love, especially in light of recent issues and situations and circumstances that have arisen due to what we know, unfortunately and sadly, is still present today and that would be the area of racism. While I don't want this to get too political, I just wanted to encourage you with what the Word of God says, what God says about every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every people group, everybody that He has created and how He sees each and every one of us through His eyes and how the world as a whole should also do so. Thankfully, we know that as born-again believers in Jesus that we definitely are obligated to walk out our lives in God's love towards others. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. So we've heard of a few situations recently where different things have occurred throughout the United States in addition to the pandemic going on. And we have heard about different instances of racism still playing out and affecting people's lives. And so I wanted to cover the topic of love today and remind all of us, whether you've accepted God's love already or if you just haven't made that decision yet. So I'm going to open with Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 and this particular verse I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible. It says, So God created man in his own image, in the image and likeness of God he created him. Male and female he created them. All people, even creation itself, the animal kingdom, plants, birds in the air, all these things we read about in Genesis chapter 1 in the creation story. Now I know there's been the recent influx of growing idea that we now have transgenders, uh, we have the LGBTQ plus community, and while we, especially as born-again believers in Jesus, based on biblical truths, do not agree with those particular lifestyles, we are still called to love. God's creation. God loves all of his creation, men and women alike. Now, while we believe that that is a confusion that is a lie from the devil, all those different sexuality types, our job is still to love them. Let's look at Acts chapter 17, verse 26 next. It says, and he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth. Here we see we are all created from one blood. And I believe that's from the blood of Jesus. The very processes and and DNA and structure of God created within us that gives us oxygen, that gives us life. We all bleed the same. You've probably heard that. We all have the same blood. We all bleed red. The same love of God that created each one of us, no matter what race, nationality, tribe, tongue. This scripture says we dwell on all the face of the earth. Acts chapter 10, verse 34 and 35. It says, then Peter opened his mouth and said, in truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. 
but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. So here, one of the leading people in the Christianity faith also says, in truth, that means, hey, this is the truth. I'm not lying to you. I perceive this. I know. I judge. I have witnessed that God shows no partiality. He doesn't say, well, I like Hispanics more than this person. I like this nation more than that person. It says, but in every nation, whoever fears him, that's the fear of the Lord. That's the respect. That's the honor, the admiration, the obeying of God's commandments in his kingdom, laws and systems of doing things. We work righteousness. We are accepted by him. Praise God for that. Then we see Galatians chapter 3 verse 28 and it says there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female for you are all one in Christ. And this of course is talking about how God sees us. He doesn't have a particular set again that he favors more than the other. And of course we know that the Jewish community, the nation of Israel are God's chosen people and that's in a different retrospect. That's in a different category for different purposes. But yet we are all God's children. He loves each and every one of us the same. And and so within this text, we see that there is no difference between people groups. So we're all one in the same in God's eyes. And it says that you are all one in Christ Jesus. Another verse I looked at while I was reviewing this is Malachi chapter 2 verse 10. And I like what the message version says. It says, don't we all come from one father? Aren't we all created by the same God? So why can't we get along? Why do we desecrate the covenant of our ancestors that binds us together? Sad to say, friend, there is still racism in this world. And to an extent, there will always be. But as much as we can be a voice and we can stand up for God's ways, which is the way, the truth, and the life, it is the way that this planet should operate. But because of Satan, he entered in. He has, you know, brought lies and deception and division and hatred and all these things that are contrary to God's word. We have the racism. We have the hatred. And so if we would stand up and be a voice and be a support to all communities here in America, rich and poor, old and young, if we would stand for the Hispanic community, the white community, the Asian community, African-Americans, all people groups, we all come from the same father. We have our DNA from a human standpoint coming from Adam and Eve. And even then, the Bible says we come from our father Abraham, the father of faith, spiritually speaking. John chapter 13, verse 34 in the New Living Translation says, So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Jesus, we know from the scriptures, is perfect love. He's the embodiment of perfect love. I know because I believe and I've examined the scriptures before that his love was equal towards all. The best of the best in humanity's eyes, the worst of the worst, the rich, the poor, the healthy, the ones that were sick. He would even speak with those that in their time period that were frowned upon. The Jewish community would not associate with others, but he would offer God's love. He would offer his love to all. He was perfect love and he was the best example of how we should also act. This scripture says, love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. And his love was pure. His love was holy. His love was for all. And so we should do the same. Today we're talking about love. Another scripture that is similar to the ones I've shared is Romans chapter 10, verse 12 and 13 in the Amplified. 
It says, For there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile, for the same Lord is Lord over all of us, and he is abounding in riches, blessings for all who call on him in prayer and faith. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord in prayer will be saved. This is another prime example that God does not pick and choose who is worthy of salvation. Salvation is extended to all. Love is extended to all. His love was on full display and brought forth manifestation of all things on the cross at the tomb in his resurrection. It says all of us. There's not picking and choosing. It's abounding for all who call on his name. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Praise God for that. And therefore we are commanded and ordained to love all because we want others to have that love as well. So with the recent things that have happened in America with some African-American individuals, I just want to say that we pray and we just ask God to forgive us. Like it says in the Old Testament, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and have mercy even too. And it says, and I will heal their land. So we ask God for forgiveness for all things. We ask God for the times that even we have operated unknowingly or knowingly as humanity as Americans in a racist way. We ask God to forgive us. And I want to share something I saw on one of my friend's social media pages. It really touched my heart because I have friends that are black. I want to read this. It's primarily to black friends and it says, Dear black friends, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not asking what it's like. I'm sorry for not paying more attention to your pain. I'm on your side and I'm with you in your fight. My prayer is that your fight and your pain would no longer be yours, but ours. There's one lady in particular that my family has gotten close to here in my local community. She's a blessing. She's a sweetheart in many, many ways. It's kind of crazy how this works out, but she reminds us so much of my maternal grandmother. She has many of her characteristics, many of her facial expressions, her morals, her convictions. It's really beautiful when we get to spend time with her and talk and laugh and just be friends, just be brothers and sisters in Christ, just as the scriptures we reviewed right now reference. And throughout the years also growing up, I had some black friends um, in church. There was a beautiful family we had for years that was black. They were such a blessing. It was an honor to know them. But all in all, I just want to say, I want to encourage everyone, walk in love, be bold, stand up for what you believe in, be Jesus to the world. So show Jesus's love because he extended his love to all of mankind. And because he did it, we do it. We love whosoever. And we know that in God's family, there is a beautiful painting of his creation of every skin color, every tribe, every nation, every tongue. We are one family in the body of Christ through Jesus. So friend, don't let these times shake you. Don't let these times frustrate you in the sense that any of us would start to operate in the ways of the world. Anger, hate, frustration, malice, turmoil, wickedness, slander. Let these be times that spur us on towards love and even forgiveness with all the mockery and the shame and the hatred that was extended to Jesus. What did he say on the cross? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. 
I heard a minister one time even say, Father, forgive them for even the times when they know what they do. And so we operate in love and we operate in forgiveness. I hope you were blessed today by those scriptures and that thought that even though these things are not right, they're not good, they're not humane in some of these instances, you know, where things absolutely could have been done a different way to take care of a situation. There are other ways things can be handled where justice and processes and correction should be carried out correctly with respect. So we stand up for what we believe in and we live and we preach and we give God's love. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today for this podcast. Stay strong, stay in his word, love, forgive, and see how God's love just overtakes you and encourages you to be the best person mirroring Jesus to this world that you can be. God bless you.